Hey folks, welcome to the first set of off-season episodes. These first two episodes are going to be our playtest of The Sprawl. This was from the very tail end of Extra Life 2018 back in November, so I hope that you will enjoy what we have put together. I think it's a wild adventure, despite the fact that I was nearly dead of exhaustion. After this, we'll see our second playtest of Scum and Villainy, and then we will be starting Season 2. Can't wait. I hope that you're excited as well. I'm Matt. I'll be your friendly guide here. You can follow me on Twitter at Ycaliber, or you can follow the show's account, which I also run, at Broken Sun RPG. Joining me during this playtest were OG Brown Sugar. You can find her on Twitter at OG Brown Sugar. Michael Blood. You can find them on Twitter at GoodSirBlood. And Keekers, who you can find on Twitter at BeASpaceCat. Okay, inside the facility, Tully, you are inside of your server box. You are outside of the security room that you need to get into to disable the cameras and the laser grids, uh, ideally. You probably need to figure out how you are going to get from here into there. Mm, Okay. He has one in mind, so he's not very super stupid. You know, he's pretty smart. The problem is just the constant killing of his brain cells that he goes through with the drinking. So, uh, hmm. Do you want to try and read the situation or study the situation or place to find some potential advantages? Yeah, he will probably kind of like sit there in the box, study the outside, assess the situation with his good old infiltrator skills. It sounds like you need to roll assess. Yes. When you closely study a person, place, or situation, or when you quickly size up an opponent or a charge situation, roll edge. Okie doke. Does Tully get the forward? Yep, Tully's on task. Oh, I didn't add that. Tully is doing exactly what Tully was supposed to be doing. Tully had no problems (laughs) so far. (laughs) Mr. Morton walked up to stairs. Oh, damn, Tully. All right. That is an exceptionally good roll. So you've got, you've rolled a 12, so that's a 10 plus, which means you take three hold. Ooh. And uh, let's see. In the ensuing action, you may spend one hold at any time to ask me a question from the list below if your examination could have revealed the answer. I may ask you questions to clarify your intent, and you take plus one forward when acting on the answers that I give you. So do you have the move list? Because there are eight questions under assess, and I don't, I guess I'll read them while you're pulling that up. What potential complication do I need to be wary of? What do I notice despite an effort to conceal it? How is blank vulnerable to me? How can I avoid trouble or hide here? What is my best way in, way out, or way past? Where can I gain the most advantage? Who or what is my biggest threat in this situation? Who or what is in control here? Hmm. I think I wanted to go with one of the earlier ones, but I'm... Do you have the list in front of you? No, that's the problem. (laughs) Trying to find it. Let me just take a screenshot of it. I'm going to drop it into our Discord here into the hub channel. There you go. That's the list of moves. Assess is the second one down on the left. Awesome. You know what? Next time we play this game, I'm just going to have to just take a billion screenshots and just save them. And then then I won't have to worry about using the 
250 plus page rule book to just try to wade through those pages to find things. Okay, so what potential complication do I need to be wary of? Uh, as we saw before, there are more cameras than expected, and the cameras have intersecting sight lines. They go back and forth, and sometimes the sight lines intersect. In addition, there are guards, just not very many. So sometimes a guard and two cameras will all be looking in the same direction. You have to be very careful to avoid the peripheral vision of the guards and the direct line of vision of the cameras. There is inside the security room one person currently manning the ranks of screens and panels. Their back is to you at the moment. Okay. Do you think I should do you guys think I should spend another hold to ask another question or just act? And the hold is there. Entirely up to you. I think that uh I mean knowing what you know now you'd be getting plus two forward to to infiltrate the security box. Yeah, to get in for yeah. So um yeah, I guess I'll, I, he's just going to go on ahead. That's what he would do, for better or for worse. So with this knowledge of where everything kind of is and where they intersect, he's going to kind of notice the one gap um, where they aren't looking because uh, the way an X works with the intersections, there will be a little gap where they're not going to see, and that's where he's going to try to sneak in. Okay, so let's act under pressure. And you have plus two on that at the moment. <laughs> Server snakes. Server snakes rule, Matt. I guess we'll see. So far they do. Oh, oh boy. Uh, uh. They, they, they don't. <laughs> Die! Right. You, just hear, you hear A7 screaming in your, in your head because I can do that. Yeah, no, totally can. Even though, even though you rolled two ones, with all of the bonuses you had, you still... Almost made it, but you That's still only got to a six. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Hey, guess what I have? I have plan B. Yeah, let's deal with the fallout from this first. Don't leave. You can't leave. We need you. <laughs> okay, action clock. So uh, you you are not caught. However, you are forced to stop your box directly underneath one of the cameras next to the door that you were about to get into because a guard notices something out of the corner of their eyes and they get that huh? thing <laughs> where they start coming over to investigate. And um, I have added another tick to the action clock. The facility is now on full alert, which means they are going to be calling in external assets soon. And uh, they're going to be fully deploying their guards and calling people back out to fill up facility. So you're you're in a difficult position now. You haven't been caught, but everything is now going to be much more difficult for you and the other two as they are getting into the facility. And speaking of which, you pull up to the um, sub-basement and you are in the deliveries area in your bullet-riddled van. And the one, or let's see, there's two guards here. Usual rotation is like several more than that. But there's only two guards that you're aware of based on your information. One of them is sitting at a desk behind some bulletproof glass. The other one is walking around with a stun baton and they have a rifle sling over their back. And uh, yeah, your van pulls up. The one behind bulletproof glass presses a button and the one that is outside walks up to the window of your door, casts a questioning glance at the bullet holes and says, uh, 
Yeah, can I help you? A7 looks at you, Moira. Sorry, my pets are distracting me. Um, Wait, sorry, can you repeat? Who called us? There's a guard at the passenger, at the driver's side window. The guard is one of the two guards currently in the subterranean uh, deliveries, er, sub-basement deliveries area here. And he's asked you, yeah, can I help you? Awesome. Sorry, the dogs were freaking out. It's fine. Oh, we're the evening cleaning cl- cleaning. We're the evening cleaning crew. Oh, the evening cleaning crew. Oh, great. We've been looking forward to becoming more queenly. Obviously, that's not what he says. But in my in my heart, there's a queening crew that comes to corporations to help them be cooler. It's a bunch of drag queens and <laughs> all of that's the part time gig. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what A Seven and Moira get up to during downtime actions. Fantastic. Uh, so, what do you say to the guard? He says the cleaning crew, and he looks down at his clipboard. He says, uh, we're not scheduled for cleaning tonight. There's an emergency executive visit tomorrow, so they just wanted to make sure that the place was spick and span. Hmm. Sounds like you need to make a roll. Are you going to do fast talk? Of course. Let me try to convince someone uh, to do what you want with promises, lies, or bluster. Roll style. I heard there's just random boxes in the hallway. <laughs> If you get near them, they'll make an exclamation point. Remember your forward. Remember your forward. Yeah, you're still on plan despite everything. Despite everything, it's still you. Um, however, yeah, Tully, Tully, you no longer get the plus one forward from uh, from uh, A7's roll because you failed a roll. Oh, that's fine. Okay, style four, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, you rolled a ten. So the NPC does what you want, and okay. The guard shrugs and says, oh, all right. I mean, there's always executives doing messy stuff up there, if you know what I mean. And he gives you a wink and uh, waves to the guy behind the glass and the barrier lifts. You drive in and park. Now you still need to get past the guard in the glass who is squinting at one of his monitors. A7 steps out and starts getting, uh, like pulls down the ramp and like takes out uh, the custodial mop supplies. Mm-hmm. Do you have any weapons with you? A7 um, is completely unarmed for this operation. All right. How about you, Moira? Which is the opposite of Tully. (laughs) I do have a pistol. Uh, Is there any way for me to conceal it? Because if I can't, then I think I'll just leave it in the... If you want to do that? Yeah, I think I will. Okay. Can we say that uh, Tully is holding onto my gun until we meet up? I don't see why not. He would totally want to do that. (laughs) Tully loves holding guns. Uh, I want to point out that the weapons he has on him, I just decided to pick the three, like, rand. like, I was just like, okay. Yeah, it's a Benelli Raffaele. He has a sniper gun, a whip. A what? Taser. (laughs) Sure. I'm serious. I I mean, the whip makes sense, but why would you carry a sniper indoors? (laughs) I don't know. Perhaps you could swap in my handgun for your sniper rifle just for this mission. It's his favorite gun. Yeah. It's not, even, it's not even assembled. It's collapsed in his backpack. He just needs to have it yeah. with him. Uh, I'm telling okay. you guys, it's a, called a monofilament whip. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's an extremely dangerous weapon, both to the wielder and to everyone and everyone. Yeah, it's... It, which it, I'm it's, sure won't come up. I, I told you, I saw the forearm there, and I just... You're not going to need weapons. <laughs> oh, tell that to Tully. <laughs> do either of you have intel? Okay. I do. Okay. I also have intel. Oh no, I took gear. Never mind. Right. Okay. Uh, good. So you get up to the. Oh, uh, wait, actually, Matt. Yes. My one uh skill gives me 
Yeah, when I fast talk someone and get seven plus, I get a little something extra, some intel. Okay. All right, you got some intel. Okay. So yeah, he, he told you about how executives are always doing uh, messy stuff up in the building, and you can hold on to that as intel. You know, you, maybe you got some other information from him while you were chatting on your way to park. That may come up whenever you declare it. But if you want to, you could use that to say that you also got Tully to get your gun in because you knew ahead of time that there was a scanner to get into the building through this area. You have to go through a scanner, as does all of the cleaning equipment you brought. Yeah, I think I'll spend my intel to make sure if he has my gun stowed, just in case. Okay. Or could I say both our guns with my intel? That's fine. You can just say he has the weapons. Okay. Tully has all the weapons. But that means that... The two of you are completely unarmed right now. That's fine by A7. We're just, we're establishing that in the, in the fiction right now. Moira and A7 are unarmed. Tully has all the weapons and he just, he's so happy. I fully yeah. intend to not regret my decision. I know that um, I can trust Tully to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Until, <laughs> until it's time to bug out. In which case, uh, right. bugging out also necessitates quiet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is why Tolly, which is why Tolly has all the weapons. Necessitates quiet or an attack helicopter. You know, this is why oh I sent him gosh. in first because he has no opportunity to accrue uh, even more weaponry this way. Right. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! I love this character so much. He's very. He's a very good character. <laughs> so the guard uh, looks at you and he gestures you towards the scanner to go through and. You're both unarmed, so you go through the scanner without any further issue. You are in the building now. Uh, the guard passes to you a pair of key cards, and he says, uh, these will take you up to the floor where you need to do the cleaning. Uh, we were expecting you tomorrow night, but if you're coming early, hey, I ain't going to complain. Thank you. He gives you a wink. I wink with both eyes and keep pushing the trolley. Okay. So you are in, you are disguised as custodians, you're in the building, and you are heading towards the uh, server room, right? That is the plan. And by now, Tully will have disabled the security and will be waiting calmly for us in the security bank. Yeah. Has he? That. Yeah. Tully, you are pinned down by cameras and an increasing number of guards coming into this area near the security station of the, of the building. How do you get out of this? Or are you going to wait or signal your, your allies somehow and get them to come and put you on their cart as if you were a box they were cleaning up or something? Yeah, I think um, Tully very calmly turns on a communicator and uses Morse code very quietly to kind of say something similar to SOS, but, you know, stuck in box. SOB, yeah, that's exactly my thoughts. <laughs> S-I-B, stuck in box. Yep. <laughs> Me good letters. Me good at letters. <laughs> All right. You receive this. Uh, you, both of you have cybercoms, so you receive this message from Tully. It's decoded for you. It says stuck in box, and I assume there's a location on the map that you've all seen of the facility. Yeah, pretty much. Just like, oh my gosh, someone left this box here. What do you do when you receive this message? Is that on our way to the executive um, floor? It's on the same floor. We'll say it's on the same floor for time's sake because we're already at 1130. But it is not in the same direction as where you were going. Because where you were going, you were going to go past all the shutdown cameras, waltz through the deactivated 
laser beams go in, get the intel, and get out. Now the cameras are still on, the laser beams are still up, and barring a miracle, there doesn't seem to be any way to get into the station to shut them down from here. Okay, I'm I'm gonna Tully is going to use his uh Morse code special stuff again and to say, should I set up the sniper riper or rifle and No, he says he says riper. He says riper. <laughs> but can he sniper riper spelling? He cannot spell. <laughs> oh my gosh. Matt, you know how I have that hold from uh, I love it when a plan comes together? Yeah. I think I um having prepared um both my body and my mind for Tully's almost assured complications. I I have a I have a, a wireless bug that you don't need to you don't need to be in the security box to turn off the the cameras. So I I can use my cybercoms to inject the virus into the Okay. You do that. The cameras turn off. So now um Tully if you've been signaled, you know that the cameras are off. There is one guard at one end of the hallway, one guard at the other end of the hallway, and then the final guard inside the room behind you, which is the room you need to get into to disable the security. You hear the guard in the room behind you say, what? Who turned all the cameras off? It was start... meant to loop footage. I should. Oh, loop footage. Okay, that's a different thing. I'm kind of curious to see how well it loops. I don't really have a move for that. I think... Uh, it starts looping the footage, but because this is in an emergency situation, uh, you don't really have time to sync up the footage properly to make sure there's no flickering or people walking sure. back and forth, et cetera, on any of the cameras. So I'm going to advance the action clock to 2100. Yikes. Okay. So um, Tully like, gets the message that um, A7 has uh, looped the footage, and he's just going to kind of sneak into the box now i guess and just kind of quickly try to stun the guard with his uh taser to knock the guy out basically which guard the one in the security box so you have to get into the security room first aren't i outside of it you're outside of the security room with two guards looking down the hallway that you're in oh okay i didn't know that they were looking in well they may be looking but they are on either end of the hallway one's walking down the hallway the other's walking past the hallway so they could at any point see you if you're not very lucky and i still have the two holds yes you do you can can, you can help yourself out with some forward yeah please use that i'm gonna act under pressure again to kind of let's ask ask me one ask me one of your assess questions because you've still got two hold to ask me those questions that can help you like what is my best way in or how can I avoid trouble or hide here are two questions on that list. Yeah. How can I avoid trouble or hide here? Okay. I think if you are able to shuffle the box in front of the door, then you can open the back of the box and use that to pick the lock, get into the room and stun the security guard while he's, uh, while they're still distracted with the, while they're still distracted by the cameras acting strangely like the guard right now is looking at the cameras squinting at them trying to figure out if something's wrong so you have like maybe 30 seconds to carry carry out this operation and that is what Tully's gonna do if he is nothing but a man of action you know that's one (laughs) okay so act act under pressure take your forward not from me though from the question 
Yeah. So act under pressure. So cool. And then plus one. Oh, uh-huh. 10. You got a 10. He finally did it. Perfect. You, you carry out that operation exactly as just described. The box shuffles bit by bit over to the door perfectly. You open the back panel, pick the door. What does it look like when you get in there? He, you know, gets in. He triumphantly is like, aha. And uh, then he's going to, you know, he's going to have the stunner ready. And he's going to stun the heck out of that guy. Okay. Take him out. Mix it up. Oh, boy. You get in there. The guard starts to turn towards you. And that's plus meat. Too bad I don't get a word. Okay. Six. Six. (laughs) (laughs) I hate Tully so much. (laughs) Why you do this? Tully is the worst and I hate him. You should have let... You should let him use the whip because the whip has like a th- forearm. Yeah. No, it would have worked. You hit. Do you have armor? Ooh. Totally. I mean, I said that, but. Like, is it, do you mechanically have armor on your character sheet? Uh, no, but. Or is that gear you can take? Yeah, I think that's. Wait. No, I only was able to get trauma derms. I was only allowed that and but i do have synthetic nerves synthetic nerves yeah uh so that would give you plus one for it to act under pressure yeah 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 so if he doesn't have synth nerves okay so what happens is you get in there no, synthetic nerves gives you plus one forward to mix it up it says in here to act under pressure yeah so, so which one which one is it if none of your enemies have synthetic nerves yeah this Let's is take plus one forward okay if none of your enemies have synth nerves, take plus one forward to mix it up. In situations where reaction time is critical, take plus one forward to act under pressure. Yeah, so, so you one... get plus one to mix it up. So, all right. So you are able to you're able to stun this guy, but not before uh, he is able to do some damage to you. Or actually, oh, that's fine. You've got a seven to nine, so you choose two of these options. You make too much noise. Advance the relevant mission clock. You take harm as established by the fiction, so the guard will hit you with their stun baton. An ally takes harm as established by the fiction, or something of value breaks. Police totally gonna take harm, dude. What is your stun baton's harm value? S harm. Uh, yeah, it is stun harm. S harm. Okay, so because you he take... was told not to kill people. Yeah, you, so you take you take stun harm, which means that we roll. So you click roll harm on your character sheet underneath the harm clock, and we'll see. How that goes. God. Tully! So that's not good. Mm. Oh my gosh, Tully. Let me just... I, You know what, listeners? Please, please, please doodle something of Tully just being the worst character. <laughs> All right. When you suffer harm, lower the harm suffered by the level of your arm. Nothing. Fill in a number of segments on your harm clock equal to the remaining harm and roll harm suffered. So you got S harm. And you roll the seven to nine, so I'll choose one. You lose your footing, you lose your grip on whatever you're holding, you lose track of someone or something you're attending to, or someone gets the drop on you. Okay, someone gets the drop on you. As you are struggling and grappling with this guard before you're able to get your stunner on them and they stun you, you are briefly stunned, and you, as you are stunned, the guard who was outside walking down the hallway bursts in through the box and the door, and uh, starts attacking you with a baton. Not my box! Yeah, your box is gone. It's it's gone forever. 
And what's the other? So mix it up. You still have to pick one more option from mix it up. You take harm. Single tear falls out of time. <laughs> Flies into a red rage. So either you make too much noise and I advance the mission clock, or something of value breaks, or an ally takes harm established by the fiction. I mean, kind of established by the fiction, he loses the gear off the box. But if we have to do gear, I would say weapon for the hand taser. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, sorry, Leon just burst into the room. Hold on. This baby doesn't want us to succeed. Like Tully? Tully um, wants to succeed. Exactly like Tully. T- Tully is like, has a failure attraction zone around him. I, I, I don't know, but he's such a beautiful mess. Like, don't get me wrong, A7 is going to save his ass. Excuse me. So when you choose something of value breaks, that means I pick the thing of value. Oh, okay. So if you want to pick that one, then I will pick something of value that will break. Yeah. Not the sniper riper. It's A7's pride. <laughs> Can you sniper riper worth repelling? Is that the one? <laughs> Curse you. Is that the option that you're picking? Yeah, something important breaks. Okay. The uh, baton that the guard has uh, slams into your side, and you feel a crunch in your pocket as the bug you were going to deploy to turn off the laser grid breaks. Oh. Uh, you are now face-to-face with this guard. They've broken your thing. What do you want to do with the guard? Hmm. Well, I mean, there's the smart way, and then there's the Tully way. We all know that, unfortunately, this is going to go the Tully way. Mm-hmm. So um, he's going to mix it up again and use that wonderful, wonderful whip. Colleen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. <laughs> So let's mix Are you it up. sure it's Colleen talking, or um, in fact, Is maybe it the voodoo, the voodoo doll? <laughs> the voodoo doll wants craves only blood. <laughs> Fictional blood. <laughs> yeah, you'll kill them all. Go for it. All right, mix it, mix it up. And I don't add anything for the weapon. Yeah. No. Okay. That's just in case I win. Just regular old <laughs> god. <laughs> So does that have your does that have your plus one for having your synth nerves? It doesn't. Oh no! So that's uh, a seven to nine. That's a seven. Yeah. So your your whip destroys everything in this room because it's an area (laughs) weapon and it's messy. So the computers, the monitors, all of it is destroyed. Uh, The guard explodes into a fine mist. You are spattered with blood and gore and viscera. And choose two. You make too much noise, take harm, an ally takes harm, or something of value breaks. I think, obviously, something of value breaks because... Everything. You've destroyed all the computers in this room. Everything that I I wanted is gone now. Hey, guess what? Mm -hmm. When you deliberately choose to use violence to overcome a problem with a non-violent option exists, mark experience. (laughs) Well, make sure you do that. I think this makes noise, and the mission clock advances to 2200. But you know what? Tully is just having a grand old time now. I'm sure he's very happy. He's just like, they're spinning the whip around going... (laughs) He's the worst. (laughs) So over your... uh, Can't take him anywhere. Over your cyber comms. We have to kill him. I never said he was a good, good boy. 
over your cyber comms, you hear that there is there are drones coming in to support security uh, support facility security. The guards in the facility have been authorized to use lethal force and to activate or to check out bigger weapons from the armory and facilities on high alert. You are custodians in the midst of basically there's a red alert going along, going on, klaxons, alarms, cameras are spinning. You hear guards everywhere. What do you do? A uh, really quick, really quick question. Who are the, who, who uh, sorry. What was the other corporation interested in this place? Solar investments. Okay. Solar investments. And, and I don't like them too, because they're against my company. So uh, as he's kind of spinning around like a pinwheel death, Tully's going to be like, <laughs> You'll never win against solar investment. <laughs> Aren't you Equidem? Yeah, she's trying to pin it on them. Uh, but the unfortunate problem is that the people you are addressing are one, a fine mist, and two, unconscious. But it's fine. I mean, uh, I don't what know. Is, what's, the other, what's the other half of the team doing? Tully has made an attempt. It's fine. Uh, A7 looks over at Moira, puts his hand on her shoulder, or thinks better of it, and puts his hand back down. And he, uh, he says, in all honesty, we could just continue with the mission and Tully will be able to extricate himself. He did it in Russia. and I have the utmost faith in him. Again, enables. <laughs> end, of, end of list. <laughs> he did it in Russia. He did it in Russia. <laughs> end of list. <laughs> did you hear about what happened in Russia as I continue to push the cart <laughs> towards the server room? <laughs> it's okay. He just needs to believe in the me that believes in him. Oh my gosh. I, uh, oh. A7 is going to try to sneak over to the server room amidst all the chaos oh the other news is all of you managed to infiltrate the facility so that does mean you mark experience for that Ooh. oh extra. experience for infiltrating the facility all right you um hmm. we did get in that is true you did get in that happened so you are making your way over to the uh server room which is still guarded by lasers and more guards now but you are disguised you are stopped by some guards as you approach the server room. And uh, the guard at the front, she's in like full riot gear. She's carrying like a Liefeldian gun. And she says, what are you doing here? A7 looks at Moira. We were here for an emergency inspection and cleaning, uh, preparing for a meeting. And then the alarms just started going off and we're not really sure where to go. I was told that the server room was the safest. That sounds like a big old lie. You want a fast talk? What? I wouldn't lie to her. We're friends. Okay. And she, she squints at you, but uh, let's make that roll. I think you still have... Take the forward. Do I still have the forward? Yes, you do. At this point, now you two are still on task. We are still operating on mission. Everything is fine. Yeah, you got a nine. Perfect. So uh, they will do it, but someone will find out. And I will advance the appropriate countdown clock. Well, I'll call them a liar. <sighs> The clock is at 2300. Everything is fine. So I think, like, I really liked the idea of using, uh, having those beautiful, beautiful trauma derms. But um, I think if I play this again and I'm an in infiltrator again, I'm going to go with the stealth suit. Yeah. Mm. A sneaking suit. Yeah. All right. So she says, okay, uh, that's that's weird, but I can kind of understand it. Things are, are really bad. So uh, she gestures to one of the other people on her team and they turn off the laser grid 
and she says, "Go on, get into the server room. Uh, we'll turn the grid on. Ba- we'll turn the grid back on behind you. You stay in there. There's some there's some kind of maniac in the facility, but reinforcements are coming. Perfect. Thank you. You're in the server room. A seven walks over. The laser grid goes up behind you. Inside the server room is one guard and a technician. Okay. The technician has uh, a name tag on her shirt. Uh, it says it says L Jenkins. Understood. Uh, I get it. I see what you did there, Matt. This is your fall velvet. <laughs> so the first name Lyra. Maybe she's got uh, her hair is braided with purple uh, extensions and like looks really cool. Purple and black hair uh, braided in that way, tight braids. She's got uh, big old glasses that are probably cosmetic, but might also be some type of technological. Maybe it's Google Glass. Hard to say. Got on a futuristic lab coat, meaning that for some reason it has neon piping along it and like LED buttons. Uh, the guard is wearing that same full riot gear. It's hard to tell. They've got another one of those Liefeld guns and uh, they are guarding the technician and the server room. And they look up as you come in. The guard half lifts their gun, then uh, reaches up and touches the side of their helmet and shrugs and lowers the gun again. The technician says, what, what are you doing in here? Uh, we were asked to come in. We're just regular cleaning crew, but then some shenanigans started going on, and they said this was the safest place to be. Well, uh, I guess duck and cover. I understand it's pretty dangerous out there. She's totally thinking, ooh, more meat shields. <laughs> yeah, A7 looks at the, looks at the uh, security officer. It's like, would you mind if we stood over there with you? Uh, they shrug. Now, I want to point out, you guys don't have weapons. Oh, we don't. No, you are both unarmed, as we established in the fiction. Um, since we both have cybercoms, can we communicate somewhat telepathically? You can use subvocal communications. I mean, I had kind of established that it was like you getting uh, sort of a weird Morse code in your head, but you know. Got it. So, Matt. You can take a sidebar. It's fine. We'll, we'll fiction it up. Okay. So I, uh, as, as I like crawl and hide behind the riot guy, I I look over at, uh, Moira and vocally say, uh, want to do the Bolivian thing? Absolutely. Okay. And like he nods at you and, uh, (laughs) yeah, I have this, I have this wonderful move called, uh, hands-on management. Oh. And when I mix it up while directing a mission from the front, I can roll mind instead of meat. Lucky. Would you say that th- I'm bleeding from the front? Yeah. Excellent. Would you also say that this is on task, or have we abandoned the plan? Ah, your goal, your part of the plan, was to go into the server room and retrieve the data. You are in the server room to retrieve the data. So that is, you are still following the plan, somehow. Remarkable. This is like plan G. You're consummate professionals. <sighs> I have monumentally failed. I've rolled a six. Um, can, can we retroactively perhaps say that moira is assisting you in this oh if i can assist i would have i just don't i wouldn't know how to i have no issues with that you can roll plus one which is your number of links i I kind of assumed you were doing a teamwork thing because that was the bolivian thing right so yes i figured it was a team takedown of some sort you were doing so roll plus your link velvet or me so nice velvet because velvet is aiding right being so nice to us matt It is he? A lot depends on this role. Uh, well, it's okay for you to be kind to us because boy, howdy, has RNG been really bad, Tully. 
Yeah. Is it is it RNG? Is, is it not the inebriation? <laughs> no, I think it's established in the fiction. I know exactly why he's failing every roll. <laughs> I I Did you roll Velvet? I wish Jason was here. I'm sorry, what am I rolling? You're rolling plus your links with A7. So 2d6 plus 1. Arp, I am so excited for them in this. Uh, which skill am I rolling? Or just 2d6? Just 2d6 plus 1. I am so excited for when this goes on to YouTube. I'm going to post it everywhere and just be like, hey guys, look. <laughs> played the worst character ever. Yep. Okay, you got an 8, which is good. It means that... Uh, do you want to give A7 a plus 1 or a minus 2 on that? Just checking, because it's help or interfere. It's, it's your call. Oh, I'm helping, yeah. Okay, so that brings it up to a seven, but you are implicated in the results of A7's move and may expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost. A7, you chose to mix it up. You have now made it to A7, meaning that you are able to take out this guard. Well, I don't know if you're able to take out the guard, but you're trying to get... What are you trying to do? So I A7 thinks that he cannot... Honestly, I, I realize now that I probably could have tried to covertly retrieve the data file without um, hitting these people, but there you are. You've already mixed it up. I sure have. So uh, I, I wanted to re reduce both the guard and technician to a state of unconsciousness. All right. So, the, so mix it up is when you use violence against an armed force to seize control of an objective. Is your objective to seize control of this room or seize control of the gun or what? I want to seize complete control of this room. Okay, so uh, choose two from the list. You make too much noise, advance the relevant mission clock. If you do that, your mission will fail. You take harm as established by the fiction. An ally takes harm as established by the fiction. Something of value breaks. Both myself and uh, Moira are harmed in the acquisition of control. Okay, so <clears throat> I don't know if the guards, well, the guard might be able to fire their big gun at Moira, but you're grappling the guard, I assume. Yes. Okay. So the guard is able to do the like instep groin head thing on you. So like as you're grappling the guard, they kick backwards, knocking your legs out of the way and like damaging your knee. They hurt your knee pretty badly and then slam their helmet backwards into your nose, uh, which probably breaks. It's fine. And they swing their arm forward, smacking Moira across the face with the barrel of this ridiculous Liefeld gun. Uh, so that is how... The two of you take harm, and I just need to remember what gear is inflicting harm. Weapons of a harm rating comprising a number or letter for two. Okay. I don't think this is for harm. I think this is two harm uh, for each for each of you. So the harm roll. We go to... Do either of you have armor? I don't. I have, have the synthetic letter. Letter. Ugh, letters. Leathers. Okay. What's the value of that armor? What's the level of that armor? I don't... It said that I could subtract one. It didn't really give me a specific like armor level. So that's that's one. Level of your armor is one. So you subtract one, which means you're going to take one harm. Uh, A7, you're going to take two harm. Yes. So fill in the number of segments on your harm clock. You put the remaining harm. And then we roll harm. Each of you needs to roll harm. <laughs> Don't worry. When you get back to the base, I'll make it all better. Do I put in one because I suffered one harm? You said for, uh, no. To roll harm, you just... You click the roll harm button after you have filled in your clock segments. So on Moira there, yeah, you filled in alert on 1500, and then you just click roll harm. It asked me for a harm suffered input value. Was that just zero? It's one. You suffered one harm. I just imagined something else. Oh, okay. So you rolled a nine. Um, 
How about you? A7? So my um, armored clothing says I subtract one okay. whenever so I roll harm. You suffer one harm. Uh, okay, go ahead. So I, I suffer two harm. I, I am out. I am gone. Okay, so you're out of action, unconscious, trapped, incoherent, or panic. Take the full harm of the attack before it was used by harmer. If you already took the full harm of the attack, take plus one harm. Lose the use of a piece of cyberware until you can get it repaired, or lose a body part. Those are the options when you roll a 10 plus, as you just did. If you're unconscious, then I don't know how Moira's... Yeah, I think I just lose the, the cyber... Like, he smacks the part of my head where my, my radio computer is and breaks. Okay, so your cyber comms go offline. You lose communications with Moira and Tom. Speaking of which, Moira, you lose your footing. You lose your grip on whatever you're holding. You lose track of someone or something you're attending to, or someone gets the drop on you. And I choose someone gets the drop on you. Uh, L. Jenkins runs up behind you and smacks you in the back of the head with a clipboard. So uh, I think you take one harm. I think you take zero harm for that, but that means you have to roll harm again. Like it doesn't really harm you, but it's like stuns you a bit. I guess it's S harm. So, uh, zero for harm suffered. You don't take any harm, but you roll harm again at your current level of harm, which is one. Five is good. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. So let's see. Rolling a five on harm means that nothing bad happens to you. So the she runs up behind you, smacks you in the head with a uh, clipboard. What do you do to completely negate this action on on her part? And she runs at you screaming, Lyra Jenkins! I think I'll just duck slightly and just let her totally whiff it. All right. She stumbles right past you and slams face first into one of the server banks, uh, going unconscious, slumping down next to the also unconscious guard after you finish I assume choking him out. That is, what it, that is what that is what it do. I am not. Yeah. I don't look. You didn't do the Vulcan neck pinch. I don't look physically strong, but I got him in that grapple, and it it was a matter of ten seconds. Okay, so you have control of the room. I sec- Okay, we'll hop back to you in just a moment after we find out what the heck's going on with Tully. He's fine. I mean, why uh, even bother? <laughs> I think he's he's completely fine. There's no need to check. He's so happy right now. You're standing in the midst of all this carnage covered in blood and viscera. Um, there is just destruction all around you. There's smoke, fires starting, the alarms are going. You can hear more guards approaching, and there's the one, the other one who is in the hall who is not super armored like the new ones that are coming, but uh, that person's going to be the first one in here. How, how do you get out of this one? It's Tully time. I think he's going to pull plan B now because can we uh, say that Moira said we've got the room secured? Or, you know what? No, he's having so much fun that he's going to keep on uh, wantonly killing. Yeah, sure. No, Colleen, if you, <laughs> if, you, if you advance the action clock, we will lose. Oh. That's not, that's not, uh, that's not Tully's concern, apparently. So true. So, uh, Tully, I guess you have to... The guard walks in through the door. They have a handgun, and they are pointing the handgun at you. Mm. You could... They haven't fired. You haven't attacked. There are other moves you can use, but it's up to you. What you want to do. Oh, other moves besides attacking? I mean, it's entirely entirely up to you what you want to do here. Don't be like me, (laughs) Cully. Don't be Emran. I don't know if Emran would have done this. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It doesn't doesn't seem particularly Emran-y, no. Hmm. Well, he's not going to fast talk because he cannot do that. Hmm. He could always play hardball. 
do you really want to shoot me? I have a whip and I'm nuts. It's up to you. Extract yourself. Extract me. Yeah, I think Tully, um, he's been hurt and he wants to get back and do uh, first aid because, well, okay, he does have that new uh, whiskey antiseptic that he bought. It's called Fireball and boy, howdy. Something named Fireball is really going to kick those germs to the curb. Okay. They're going to try and play hardball with this guard? Well, more like he's going to extricate himself out. Okay. The guard is pointing a gun at you. How does plan B work? Does it work if someone is holding a gun into your face? It says when shit hits the fan and you have to get out, name your escape route and roll cool. Okay. What's your escape route from all of this? The vents. Okay. You think you can fit into the vents? All right. Let's roll cool and find out. Holly isn't a huge guy. I never said he was huge. Wait, Colleen, you still have a question. You can ask if the vents fit. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to use that hold. <laughs> can Tully fit in the vents? I mean, that's not one of the questions. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. <laughs> I'm just messing around, but you could spend your last hole. But there is, what is my best way out? Yeah, what's my best way out? Yeah, sure. Why not the vents? Why would they not have human-sized vents in the secure facility? <laughs> roll, your, roll your cool, and you can add plus one forward on that, because you are acting on that information. What? Sweet. All right, you got an eight. What happens on a seven to nine for this move? Okay, hold on a second. I just want to say that Tully is related to a certain man named uh, Nico uh, Nicholas of Turkey, uh, aka Saint Nick, who is very good at getting through tight spaces. Yeah, of course. Nico, it's your cousin Roman. <laughs> I hear you want to go bowling, but we can eviscerate the attendants. <laughs> <laughs> Seven to nine. You can go or stay, but if you go, it costs you. Leave something behind or take something with you. In either case, the MC will tell you what. Mm, I mean, I'm afraid that if I leave something, it's going to be the whip. But whips can be replaced. And traced back to you. I mean, I guess, but come on. Is Tully really going to think about that? No, I'm just saying. Uh, another thing I want to point out is like, if you took something that is like, let's say marked money or something that is financial that then would get traced back to him when he tried to sell it, that'd be interesting because, um, when you hinder the mission for extra for a chance at profit, experience. sorry, I'm laughing. It's okay. It's perfectly fine to laugh. So are you going to go or stay? Oh no, he's to totally out of there. Okay. So. Uh, you jump up into the vents doing a sweet backflip, I assume, and the guard <laughs> yeah. starts firing at you. What you leave behind is an eye. A bullet ricochets oh. off the edge of the vent and <gasps> hits you in the side of the face. Your eye <laughs> is uh, your eye is gone. Your nose is messed up. There's a there's a hole in your face now, but you are able to escape. This is the opposite of a problem. You know what this means. It means you're going to have to get out of here before you bleed out. It means that he's going to have to get an eye patch. Yes. Quite possibly. Okay. What's going on in the server room? I take the data file. Sure. Okay. You take the data file. You plug in your thing that uh, is going to get the data file. You have the data file now. What's your way out? Should we mark experience? Yeah. Wondrous. A7 turns to Moira and regards his unconscious compatriots and says, uh, so I think um, 
a previously planned extraction is a no-go. Mm. What do you what do you think, Moira? Your backup plan was to leave through the route Tully took to get in. Yes, it was. Which was the sewers, but I don't know if this room connects to the sewers. So we'd have to find a way into the sewers, and I'd still be acting on plan if we did that. Do you have intel? I do still have an intel. You could tell me about an important detail about this room or location and spend your intel. Uh, L. Jenkins was incredibly paranoid, and she has a maintenance route. Okay. A route that gets her out through maintenance? Oh, no, I mean, like, it's a maintenance route that leads to, ideally, back to the underground or the sewer. Okay. It uh, leads you out into the underground. You're able to find access to that um, part of the building, and that you escape. You pull up the part of the floor, the false part of the floor that you learned about, and that allows you to get out of here and get exfiltrate the mission to escape. Okay, you secured the data file. You are alive. You've gotten out. Do you want to try and get paid? I'd love to. Great. Uh, all right. You have to call Miss Singh. Can I, can I roll my medicine first? Uh, is that something you do at the end of a mission? To patch myself up from bleeding out with an eye loss? That's something that we can figure out during like the downtime. Are you, are you going to meet up with the rest of the group to get paid? No. A7 would ask that he did. It might, my, my mic fell over. Yeah. Okay. So you, who's calling Miss Singh? I think I'll call her. Yeah, please. Canonically, Tully is just very foolhardy. He's not as stupid as one would think. He's just so foolhardy. Hmm. As was demonstrated. All right. He, he, he knows enough to let A7 calm down. All right. So you, you give him a call. And you give her a call, rather. And she answers the phone saying, uh, I hear that the job went off uh, a little differently from how we expected. We had some unexpected complications, um, but the job was done with the most minimal of human loss and detection. I see. Well, uh, do you have the data file? We do indeed. Okay. Uh, she gives you a time and place to go and get paid to meet up with her. It is a different time and place from where you met with her to get the job. And when you go to meet to get paid by your employer, Roll 2d6 and add the number of unfilled segments on the legwork clock. So you're rolling 2d6 plus 4. I just want to say that Tully has um, put the their weapons in a secure drop-off so they could get them back. Makes sense. Do we each roll 2d6? Or? Nope. One of you does. Probably a7, right? I mean, I can. Yeah. Oh, I just had an idea. Because you're, you're sort of the leader of the team. Okay, so 2d6 plus 4. As a 14 or 15. That's pretty good. I mean, it's 10 plus. So you choose three options from the list below. It's not a setup or an ambush. You are paid in full. The employer is identifiable. The meeting doesn't attract the attention of outside parties. You learn something new from the mission. Everyone marks experience. Pick three. I, th I think that it's not a setup. Okay. We get paid in full. Great. Yeah, we... uh. We do not attract outside attention. Okay. So you arrive. It is not Miss Singh there. Sli uh, the person who is there is, in fact, not a person at all. It is a drone. The drone drops off a credit stick that has the amount that you had agreed upon on it, and the drone flies away. 
It's impossible to tell who sent that drone. And uh, it seems like nobody learned a valuable lesson today. Uh, one thing I want to add in, since we didn't have a confrontation, so I can kind of add this in without breaking rules. Tully did not show up, but he was totally stationed far away with the sniper rifle set up in case they tried to double cross them. You mean sniper riper? <laughs> yeah, the sniper riper. Yeah, it's a sniper it's far riper. more. What's it's, a rifle? <laughs> no, the sniper rifer is just the name of his gun. Naturally. The sniper. Yeah, the rifle is called the sniper rifle. No, no, you said a sniper riper, not the sniper riper. So do we just have no rifles in this cannon. They are all ripers. <laughs> that is the world we okay. live in. If, if that's the way you want to play it, okay. <laughs> so what is the epilogue for each character here? Tully gets a sweet, sweet eye patch. And he starts... It's more like a half of a face patch. Okay. And he starts smoking cigars and he totally is now big boss. Why wouldn't you get, I mean, I know you would be big, big boss, but you could just get a cyber eye to make your sniper riping more effective. I mean, he could do that too. I'm just saying that his dream, he is a terrible person, just like big boss. So he flees the city and uh, tries to set up a mercenary foundation of his own. Exactly. Okay. What does, uh, what happens to a seven? A7 takes his part of the pay and um, goes to ground in the local city and starts building up information about the the Shanghai kill team that's being sent to retrieve him. Very good. And finally, Moira. Uh, Moira will use her payment to fund the Moira Umbra Institute for kids who can't read good and want to learn to do other stuff good, too. Very good. How large is the facility? Uh, It it needs to be like at least three (laughs) times the size it is. Hmm. Would you say that it is particularly sized for a type of insect, though? Uh, yes. Maybe ants. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe the ants, like, that you find in a particular hub. All right. And that brings a close to the downtown data heist. You did it? <laughs> we did it. We actually did do it. We, we stayed within the it. rules and made it happen. I did it. It did happen. It did happen. There was, there was a mission. And there was data that was heisted downtown. I mean, I have never played a character in such a way before, but it was a blast playing this character that I was just like, uh, I mean, I would want to be careful. And but, but nope, that wasn't him. Not Tully. Well, that's, the, that's part of the joy of one-shots and of tabletop role-playing games. You can try being different people in different ways and see how, it, how fun it is. I'm so glad I haven't lost a one-shot character yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna like have to print out Tully's character sheet and like put it in a place of honor. <laughs> <laughs> Frame it on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> the best worst boy. The best worst boy. All right, thank you to all of you for coming out to play test the sprawl with me. I hope you enjoyed the system, and we'll we'll do one or two more, one more play test before we settle on one for season two. But Hopefully we've had a good experience here. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you for running it. My absolute pleasure. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank you, Matt. Oh, boy. Thank you for putting up with uh, my ridiculousness, everyone. I was happy to. No problem. And I want to say thanks to all the donors who are watching right now and, and people who didn't donate. Don't feel bad. Times are tough. Yes, a huge thanks. Huge thanks to everyone who donated and those who came out to watch. 
stream. And even those who just had a, a, a happy place in their hearts for me and for everyone in the next life, your positive energy helps to make this possible as well. Um, I am going to end my stream a little bit early. I said I was going to go until one, but uh, I am completely worn out. Uh, running tabletop games is much more tiring than playing video games. So uh, I'm going to call Extra Life 2018 here, and it will be a success. We have raised $1,515. I'm going to go through and thank all of the donors uh, as we come to the end of our stream here. So first, thank you to Matt, to an anonymous donor, to Froon, who's also been in the stream uh, for most a lot of this time. Thank you for your support and your company as well. Your very generous donation. Thank you for Server Snake. Server Snake as well. Uh, thank you to Hawk451, who was also in the stream earlier. To Egg and Chip, who's been in the stream twice now. Thank you for your donation. To my good friend Noel, thank you for, uh, as well for your uh, generous donation and your ongoing support and friendship. To Archon Zach, a loyal friend of the channel and as uh, also a donor. Thank you. To Sybil Adela, who uh, every year demonstrates a level of generosity that blows my mind. Thank you once again for uh, your huge generosity and your, your big donation there. To Keekers, thank you for your donation <laughs> and also for your support and your company. And uh, Magic Monkey, thank you for your donation. Chin, I want to thank you as well. Tina, thank you for your donation. And our final donation, which we got this morning from David, thank you for bringing us up to $1,515. A huge accomplishment. Thanks to all of you in the community this year. Uh, that money will go towards helping the BC Children's Hospital Foundation with building their new facilities and providing the services that sick kids need uh, in their times of need. It's a wonderful cause, and I thank all of you for coming out consistently year after year to support it. So until the next year, all the best. And space squids. Space, space squids. Squid. Space squids.